freaking cool shirt. Yep, it is. I love the color. The red. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I'm not normally a fan of like the giant uh, emblems, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm buying it. <clears throat> Good for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing a Sutton's Reunion shirt. I was going to ask you about that because I saw the S-U-T-T-O and I was like, Wait, what? But it's the only yellow shirt I own, so I, <laughs> I had yeah, to I wasn't out. wearing uh I wasn't wearing any yellow or anything like that. I was like, I got nothing yellow. I was like, oh well, ah, fuck, I gotta wear their family reunion shirt. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I have nothing yellow. I also don't like yellow as a color, really. No, no. So, I mean, Dick Tracy for someone who doesn't like yellow is probably pretty bad. No, I mean. I even brought a fedora. Oh, look at this guy. Look at this. This is, uh, I don't know if this is a long time coming. I think this is one of those ones where it just kind of happened and it was like, sure, I guess we'll uh, celebrate the, you know, 20th anniversary or 30th. No, 20th anniversary. 30th. Yeah, 30th. Yeah. That's right. 30th anniversary of Dick Tracy. I threw it out there. It's kind of like, well, I mean, that's yeah. And you were like, yeah, let's do it. And then I was like, oh. I was just throwing oh, out okay. anniversaries and you were like, what about Dick? Yeah, I I don't know if I said what about Dick. I think I said Dick Tracy. <laughs> Although I was actually kind of surprised at the the dick jokes that they made in this movie. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. There was just a couple of smatterings of them real quickly, and I remember I I because I watched it today, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Like it's just one of those movies where it's like it was marketed for kids, but there's enough in there that I'm like, it's actually a little bit heavier, or not not so much heavier, but this is a little bit more adult than oh, they yeah. want you to think. I mean, like I mean that that scene where. Uh, breathless mahoney is that what her lesson yeah, yeah mahoney was like all decked out in that black lingerie she had to keep her tits covered because there wasn't anything blocking her tits like her nipples would have been shown yeah if she didn't have the fucking bottle here the glass here i was like whoa that's crazy but anyway so yeah. what we're yeah. talking about is dick tracy dick tracy yeah 30 years Continuing our anniversary <laughs> yeah. episodes here. That's right. That's mm. right. So. Well, June, like you said, it was released in 1990. Yeah, June 15th, 1990. Yeah. They were hoping. We're Disney, Disney was really hoping for another Batman. They wanted the success of Tim Burton's Batman with this. Yeah, I know. I, I read that and... Uh, and it almost seemed like I'll get to this in just a quick second, but like, yeah, so they thought like it made money, but not as much money as they would have liked, which I understand. Cause I think in total, like, yeah, the budget was only 47 million, but they spent probably another 53 million in marketing. Yeah. Lots of marketing, marketing, uh, toys, t-shirts because i mean uh, it's like t-shirts were awesome though i'll, I'll say that. oh yeah t-shirts were awesome. it was all awesome we all had toys and t-shirts i mean i hadn't seen the movie but i dick tracy was everywhere the, the yeah there's all the images they did the marketing images were insanely cool like all those 
classically art drawn images, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, so like cool. it was it was everywhere in 1990. Yeah, it's just crazy that they would think that Dick Tracy, a property that was big in the 50s. Yeah. And uh, that was about it. Was going to be this huge smash success. Like it was just really, really weird. And it's funny how much they really tried to uh, copy Batman. Yeah. Like in the aesthetic, not so much for obvious reasons, but the tone of the movie, even some of the plot points is very mm -hmm. similar yep. to Batman. I mean, hell, you just boil it down to the main plot and it's a lone guy fighting grotesque villains to save a city and his girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like... It's pretty much oh, it. Okay. All right. Um, I, I forgot that uh, Warren Beatty directed this too. Yeah. And then when I did some digging, I didn't realize how near and dear Dick Tracy is to Warren or was to Warren Beatty. Cause like even up until like 2008, he was talking about a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a huge passion project. Like he was still pushing for a sequel and it's funny, like, uh, cause you're saying like Disney was like, you're, we're going to get Batman numbers. And I forgot, I was going to get the Batman numbers just to show the disparity, but like, Again, we touched upon this previously, like with uh, like when we brought up the Phantom and and uh, like shadow. movies like that. Yeah, the Shadow, where yeah, like, Rocketeer. I mean, there was a whole stretch of them there in the early nineties. Yeah, where like it was all these like old properties that, for some reason, studios thought was going to be like the smash success. You know? Yeah, and it's kind so of like, funny that like Dick Tracy kicked them off. Wow, only two. Yeah, well, uh, give it time. It's but been yeah, a pretty it, rough day for sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> like Dick Tracy kicked these these off, really, right? Nineteen ninety, because I think Rocketeer was ninety one. No, 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 no. Batman kicked it off. Watch no, it yeah, no, out. okay, no. Batman for superheroes, but I, I'm talking like those retro characters that no one really had heard of. Yeah. Know? Was uh, Rocketeer a retro character? I thought it was just a yeah. Disney's take on a retro no, character. No, Rocketeer's from from like the fifties or whatever too. Oh wow, okay, yeah. So, yeah. so they tried with Dick Tracy, and then they did Rocketeer like a year later, and that bombed horribly. Yeah, and then you had like Universal doing the Shadow like a year after that, and and Paramount did Phantom a year after that. Oh, you, you I mean, to think... be fair, uh, the Shadow was pretty good for. For what it was, it was actually pretty good. Um, the Phantom was garbage. I don't absolute. Garbage. I don't even remember those movies. You know, I think if I watched them now, I would look at them in a different light. But as a kid back then, like these weird, obscure characters, like I, I really, really didn't give a shit about them. Right? Like I was like, "Where's the next Batman?" You know? Yeah, exactly. Or where's like so, Superman or why can't yeah. we see Spider-Man? Stuff like that. I wasn't, you know, and I mean, obviously for these properties, like we're talking like 50, 60 years prior, they, they were in their heyday. But like, I am kind of surprised though, that even though this didn't make like big, huge fat money, it still made a profit. Yep. And then you had like 
Warren Beatty really like pushing for a sequel. Like he really wanted to do this. Um, they even actually went so far as to get like a screenplay together or not a screenplay, like a, a, a treatment for a sequel. Okay. And like, it seemed like Disney was actively pushing for them not to like, this was tied up in court cases for like uh, almost a decade. Cause Beatty kept like saying, let's do this. And they were like, Nope. And it turns out like he was contractually like in the clear to do a sequel. It was just, it was so tied up in the court cases, it took forever. I think if they tried it now, I don't think it would do so well. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, there was that little that little window when these kind of movies were doing well in like the early late two thousands, kind of you know, like Sin City. I think good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sky Captain wasn't really a huge success, but it was critically like a lot of people loved it. Yeah, and that was one of those where. Uh, that was a really, really good movie. I love Sky Captain. I wanted I that director. I can see why it didn't do as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obscure, right? But like, I watched that. I was like, damn, I would love this director to do like a classic Superman movie like this. Can you imagine yes, like a 1930s so cool. Superman movie looking like that? Oh. oh, my God. I'd be like, fucking right. Be amazing. So, yeah, like there was that little window when those movies were semi-successful. But now, like now they're pretty much not doing that great again. The Sin City sequel was a huge tank. I mean, I think I've never even watched it, actually. I didn't I have not watched uh, the second 300 and I have not watched A Dame to Kill for. Yeah, because I I sat through the uh, the spirit. (laughs) So I'm good. I'm absolutely good. I don't need any more Frank Miller shit in my life now. I should have just left the second Sin City after watching The Spear. I should be like, no, no, I'm done on the Frank Miller train. But And that's why. That's why. So I, I watched The Spirit. And I don't even know why I watched The Spirit all the way through. Like, I actually can't believe that I finished that fucking movie. Because it was so painful. It's a like, bad, bad movie. Oh, it's so, so bad. Like, you know it's bad when Samuel L. Jackson is literally just like, uh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Awesome. And then does exactly that. Like, I guarantee you there was no, like, okay, Sam, in this scene, you got to act like this or like this. It was just like, uh, you read the script, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Roll them. <laughs> oh. oh, notification. Yeah. I, I just, I cannot figure out, figure out how to turn the do not disturb on my, my Mac. So like when my I brother you did it last time. My, yeah, I know, but it, it I couldn't get it off after. And now that I got it off, I don't want to turn it back on again. Oh, hey, maybe you're at that age now where you have to write down the steps you took and then just keep that in a safe place. <laughs> yeah. Uh and he damn it, he's he's talking to Megan and me. So Megan's gonna start texting him. Now I'm gonna get a whole bunch of alerts popping up. Oh no! Oh no! All right, so going through the cast, I yeah. uh, this cast is fucking huge. First of all, this is a ginormous cast. Like this so is like, bigger this, than the Batman. <laughs> this budget is like I mean, obviously some of these guys, even though they they take top dollar, like uh, like James Khan was in this movie for two minutes. There's no yeah. way he's getting paid like they're probably getting paid like the minimum SAG requirements for some of these cases. Yeah, but like. Like, okay, so hold on. Just up the top, what I was, I felt like writing down 14 
14? 14. And that's like, for some reason, I wrote down Catherine O'Hara. I don't, but I didn't, I didn't write James Kahn. Oh, yeah, I got Kahn. I got the Kahn. I, don't I wrote, think I wrote down, down 14. No, I, I wrote a bunch and then I was just like, and more because there's so many people in this. Yeah, mine is actually similar where I actually have it like in parentheses, star studded. <laughs> it's nuts because like you've got Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy, you've yeah. got uh, Glenn Headley as Tess Trueheart. Yep. Charles, uh, Charlie Corsimo is kid. You'll remember him from Can't Hardly Wait. Which I, was like, that's his last movie. Yeah. I was like, this kid looks familiar. And I looked it up. I was like, oh, that guy. Oh, wait, he did nothing after Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, no, he did absolutely nothing. Yeah, just disappeared. Um, I wrote this one down just because like you recognize him, but I love the name. Uh, Seymour Castle as Sam Ketchum. <laughs> Uh, William Forsythe as Flat Top surprised the shit out of me. Yep. Because that guy, he's been in a bajillion movies, but he's almost always played a fucking dirtbag or a psycho or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just watched The Substitute, rewatched The Substitute the other night, and he's in that movie. And he plays like a fucking psycho. <laughs> he's, he's a mercenary, so he does yeah. help the hero out. But he's crazy. Yeah. What else do I got? Oh, yeah, I got Madonna as Breathless Mahoney. Yep. Mandy Patinkin as 88 Keys. Paul Sorvino, surprised the shit out of me. I forgot about that one. As Lips yep. Manless. Robert Costanzo. I don't know why I wrote down that one. Robert Costanzo as Lips' bodyguard because he's in there for 30 seconds. <laughs> Lips' bodyguard. But I think it's because it's Robert Costanzo and you see him and you're like, yeah, that guy. Yeah, we'll mention him. Generic Italian guy in almost every movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, and then we start getting into some of the heavyweights. Like I wrote down Kathy Bates because she's on the cast list. Yeah. She's in there for 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Didn't even recognize her. Like no. barely recognized like John her. John in a flash. But then, of course, you got uh, Al Pacino as Big Boy, Dustin Hoffman as Mumbles, and then Dick Van Dyke as D.A. Fletcher. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy cast. Yeah. Right out of the gates, though, I actually... Uh, I love how colorful this movie is. I also really like that that was an intentional thing that Dick Tr- or that Warren Beatty did. He wanted it to look like this. So not only was it a period piece set in the the mythical 1950s, but he made a point of having them colored like that. And I was like, yeah. man, that's actually really cool. I loved it. It was like pop art coming to life. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. And then like in the scenes at night, you've got a bit of that sort of neo-noir Gotham look to it. Yep. With a bit of the later Schumacher neon light stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you see a yellow fucking breasted dude climbing up a building, you like, you're immediately like, you can't miss him. Yeah. So it just stands right out. But I also like, it's not just Dick Tracy, it's everybody. Everybody's got a specific bright color. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Big boy. He always was decked out. Even the kid. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I keeping you up? Nope. Are you sure? Because it, it looked like day, you were stif- it was a long day. Stif- I'm, I'm holding uh, in the yawns. I'm holding them in. Never mind. Last week I was full on yawning. So yeah, it was. So just- how dare I? How dare I give you a hard time? Oh, it's that freaking humidity. It's just knocking me out. Of right course. Now. Oh, I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. Um. 
Well, also, yeah, you're but very yeah. boring. No, okay. Of course, n- naturally, naturally. <laughs> naturally. Like, Tress, Tess Trueheart is, like, decked out almost primarily in reds, you know, and the kid, too. She's like, another one of those actresses that I, that I absolutely love from that time. That, you know, oh, when I see just her, in I'm general. like, oh, Glenn Headley, I love that. Like, yeah. I don't think she's around anymore. If she is, yeah, I, I don't see her or anything. Yeah, if she is, it might be in small bit parts here and there. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But yeah, she's just one of those ones where I see her and I go, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like even just the chemistry with her and the kid, like right away where I was like, oh, like this is so good. That's one of the things I actually have is that uh, uh, the chemistry between Tess, Kid, and Dick is just so good. Yeah. The chemistry in general across the board is really good, but those three in particular. That trio uh, there together are just yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, although, funnily enough, I actually have this as no When I was a kid, I wanted that walkie-talkie watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now that I live in an age where I could have one, I don't want one. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Like, out of all the tech things that I grew up with watching in sci-fi and stuff like that, they, that now that I'd be able to just, you know? Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want it. I mean, the only real appeal for me would be the alerts. So instead of my phone... I could just go like this. Oh, it's not important, right? Yeah. That seems to be the only thing, but I also don't want to spend like 300 bucks on a watch that I can't change the faces of to various superheroes. So otherwise, <laughs> what's the point? Um, this is like uh, Warren Beatty got the, uh, the guys that wrote Top Gun and Turner Hooch to write this. Also, Anaconda and Anacondas. And yes, also those. And Flintstone, Viva Las uh, Rock Vegas. Right. So their careers turned around greatly after Tracy. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty much, well, Jim Cash just did those four or five movies that we just talked about. Yeah, that was it. And then Jack Epps Jr. did like a couple of other ones he did a couple before this and then like one or two after, but nothing of merit. I was like, I'm not going to, Yeah, these were the big ones. And then I was, I was just like, Oh wow. Coming off two good movies. And then, and then you see what they go to like the crappy Flintstone sequel, not even the original one. <laughs> uh, hold on. You are glossing over. You've done this intentionally. I feel Anaconda and Anacondas. Okay. Those are worse movies okay. than Diva Rock right. Vegas. Okay. I'll gladly watch Viva Rock Vegas. And I did not like Viva Rock Vegas, but if I had a choice, (laughs) Anaconda, Viva Rock Vegas. I'm watching Viva Rock Vegas. Seriously, man. Isn't that where Stephen Baldwin is Barney Rubble? That was actually the the original Flintstones because it was John Goodman as uh, Fred Flintstone and Stephen Baldwin as Barney Rubble. In Viva Rock Vegas... No, it was Rick Miranda uh, with John Goodman. Oh, then you're right. Yes, it is Stephen Baldwin. That's right, because they're younger. That's right. Yeah. But either way, I would I would watch. Remember, <laughs> I like Biodome. Remember, that's one of my favorite movies. Yes. Who's in Biodome? Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. So I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I haven't watched that movie in years. Have you seen that lately? Which Biodome? one? Have you watched? Uh, I can't remember. I, I watched it about ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I really just want to go back and revisit all those movies I grew up with. Do it. I dare you. I'm going to do it. No, you're not. Mister, I don't have any time. I have, like, no time at all. 
I when I have time, time, I spend two I hours beating a game. I don't have time. No time. It's okay. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Um, tangent be gone. What do you want? What? 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 What do you want to talk about now? Oh, uh, well, actually, yeah. uh, <laughs> I gotta say, like this movie, it seemed like everyone had a lot, lot of fun making this movie. It did. It's very evident that they're really getting into this, like, because I mean, you could sit there and say, like, oh, you know, like Batman, it's a ridiculous movie, but you can't look at Dick Tracy and say that this is any less ridiculous. In fact, I would argue that it's more ridiculous because you have characters like Prune Face and Flat Top, and they're literally Prune Faces and Flat Tops. Okay, you yeah. know, like, like even like. Uh, like big boy, they didn't have to put the hunchback on him. They could have, they didn't need to do that, but they did. Mumbles. Did you read that Al Pacino designed the way he looked in the movie? That does not surprise me at all. That yeah. literally does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, Al Pacino designed his own, reimagining the character from the comic appearance. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, he drew it out and then the prosthetics guys made it happen. That doesn't surprise me, but that's like, that actually adds to my point. Like, I feel like they just kind of were like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, that was one of the biggest thing was the makeup for these characters. Like in some cases, you only see a few of them for like half a second, but still like, it's really, really good shit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I actually have this a point where I go, it's crazy that Disney expected Batman numbers out of Dick Tracy. <laughs> Like it, it is crazy. It's absolutely crazy it, that they that they sat there and they said like, okay, so Batman has almost always had a comic book, has almost always been on TV or in movies or in serializations in some way, shape, or form continuously since the beginning. So it's like what 1941 mm-hmm. to 1989. You've got some form of Batman out there right yep you don't have that with dick tracy you don't even have like a tie-in cartoon which would have made sense if they had a tie-in cartoon yeah or a cartoon that led into the movie something to that effect right because then at least it makes the cartoon or the toy line a little bit more viable yeah well of course but yeah, like you know, I was just like, uh, oh, I forgot the Dick Tracy that I had. He actually came with a yellow cloth uh, coat, but I lost it. Was it cloth? It was cloth. It was cloth, and then you it took was it off, a- and he had he had like the white shirt with the black vest, right? That's exactly it. So the toy that I officially ended up having was yeah. the white shirt with the black vest, yeah. his red tie, yellow, yellow hat. hat. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, um. Yeah, like, well, what else do I got? Like, I mean, how much fun are they having in this movie when, like, Al Pacino is dancing and singing in this fucking suit? That was and such he's a funny thing. He's a not just, like, kind of doing it. He's yeah. in it. Oh, he is in it. And he's got to be sweating with all that stuff on. Like, oh, yeah, I was sweating for him. I was like, ugh, gross. <laughs> gross. It's such this a is, weird like, role for him. 
it's actually a weird role for most of these people. It, I it is, yeah, but like, like Al Pacino. Warren Beatty's cool. is the least weird, but yeah, Al Pacino's is out there. Uh, Dustin Hoffman is Mumbles. That's another one. That's a weird one too. Just That's mumbles. a super weird one. But I, my gut tells me it was just literally like Warren Beatty called up his buddies and was like, "Hey, uh, you guys want to make a million bucks because we're gonna make a bajillion dollars with Dick Tracy." And because they're all of the same age, they probably grew up with Dick Trace, and they were like, yep, True. let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. So, yep. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it's so funny they brought Danny Elfman on because of Batman. Because they wanted yeah. to have that Batman feel to it. Like, it, it like, what would I read? Warren, Warren Bay was so impressed with his score from Batman, he immediately hired him for Dick Tracy. Well, you know what, and for good reason because like, like Danny Elfman did a really good job with the score. Yeah, and it's then a Elfman really good says, score. And then Elfman says Warren was absolutely insane. He was insane to work for. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I I didn't hear that, but that's that's intriguing. That's very it intriguing. Is. I feel like this was fun for the cast, but I could see Warren being a little nuts with when when it comes to the crew. Well, I mean, this is a guy that literally fought them in courts for yeah. almost 20 years. Yeah. Like almost 20 years of him fighting in courts just so that he could get the uh, the okay to do a sequel. And then now that he has it, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Just make it happen. Good for you, I guess. Like you won, <laughs> but do you see the amount of money that Disney is cleaning house with right now? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to continue. Their uh, Avengers Endgame was their bubble point. It was. Yeah, it was. we'll we'll still get superhero movies because it's right now and very ingrained in the culture of yeah. uh, of movies. But I will be very amazed if. Well, I mean, aside from say Black Panther two, Spider Man three. And even Spider-Man 3 will depend, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll get another billion-dollar superhero movie. Billion, I think, yes. Billion, we will. But okay, but like who? There will never be anything as big as Endgame. Like, that was nearing the three billion mark. It was it 2.6 or something it ended at? 2.7? I thought it was like 301. Did it go over three? I thought it went over three. Can you check, actually? Because I'm using my phone. Yeah, I'm gonna check. But like, uh, anyway, like uh, aside from Spider-Man three, Black Panther two, I I don't see really anything else doing a billion. Yeah, uh, two point seven nine eight. So two point eight. Wow. Okay. All right. And that's that's insane. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. Black Panther will make a bill easily. Um, Spidey probably will too. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel, the first one did, so chances are the second one. But might. I but that's the thing. I, I don't I I I don't know about Captain Marvel too, and this isn't like any anything against Brie Larson or 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 anything like that. Although it's still she's still getting fucking hate for this shit. And it's like, are you guys for real? Let it go. Just yeah. let it go. Let it go. It's, okay? it's it's done. It's done. I mean I would have said that Wonder Woman 1984 had a chance at a bill, but with it opening this year now, not a chance. Nope. There's going to nope. be so many people not going to the theater still. 
No, it's it's uh, like even Tenet uh, with uh, Christopher yeah. Nolan still coming like, out at the end of July. He wants he's pushing for it to be in the theater, and I'm like, yeah, I want to see that movie in the theater too because it looks fucking crazy awesome. Yeah. However, I'm not going to the theater in July. Like, like that's just it. Mm. Unless there's a plastic barricade around each seat. And you actually have to open it up, close it, lock it, sanitize it. Then maybe I'll go to the theater that soon. Yeah, well, that won't be happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I would maybe like this the third week, maybe like on a morning, like a Sunday morning or something when it's quiet, you know, or like well, a maybe. or like a late Thursday night when there's going to be maybe ten people in the theater, and that's about it. Okay, I see what you're saying. We're like, it's not so much social distancing. It's yeah. just nobody's there. Because you're going to walk okay. in and you're going to see where everyone's sitting and you're just not going to go near them, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I can get behind that. fucking actually. asshole sit right beside you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know how many times I say that when I'm out in, the, in public now? Like, are you kidding me? You almost brushed my arm walking yeah. by me. You couldn't go in this area here. You had to get Large in this area. <laughs> people man people uh, come on soundtrack is awesome i got that yeah soundtrack was great the the prosthetics though the makeup uh i i don't know like the whole aesthetic of it like how how did they do it i don't it wouldn't have been cg at the time i i like i doubt it'd be well probably just plain old animation right like rod uh roger rabbit style cool world those kind what are you talking about the whole aesthetic of the movie, that that like the bright colors and everything, that almost Sin City look that it had. I feel like there was uh, some just, green screen work. You think at that time? Not yeah. just Oh, I don't know. They they were doing green screen in Ghostbusters, and that was late eighties. Yeah, but it had the, it had more of an animation look to it because like CG was pretty obvious still back. Then. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I didn't see any animation. No, but like the way they did the buildings, I, I feel like it was just like somebody took a paint brush and went over like the actual image. Oh, that's entirely possible. Okay, I get yeah. it. Like low level CGI. Okay, I get it. Yeah, like I get what you're saying. Old, that's like, entirely possible. Like that would explain why a lot of the stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Now I understand. You know, you know kind of like how they did Roger Rabbit. Yeah, now, now I'm getting it. Overlapping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. overlapping. <clears throat> I got you. Uh, well, actually, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me because this is set piece stuff, right? So yeah. I feel like they made the sets. They right. didn't. They didn't film a lot on location. Yeah. Hold on a second, please. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. My dog. Uh, my dog thought he saw a squirrel or something. Hmm. And he was wrong? Well, now he's not really listening. Come on, James. Stop texting. Camcast. God. Lay down. Good boy. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's hard to say. Like, we may, uh, we may have a groundhog problem. 
Oh, where under like the- our neighbors specifically have it. Like they yep. actually found the hole in everything. Okay. We don't have any holes that I can see in our yard. Although I have to go under the deck to double check. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, I looked and I didn't see anything. So it might be our either neighbor, like the one on my left now. Uh, it might be in his shed, and then just burrowed underneath. But we'll see. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so getting back to this movie, uh, I actually yeah. remembered quite a bit since I watched it. Um, Madonna really surprised me in this movie in terms of uh, her acting ability. She was mm-hmm. actually pretty good in this movie. She was she uh, was very good. I uh, what I did forget was how absolutely gorgeous she was in this movie. <laughs> and like, I know it's a weird thing to say, but like, it's been a really long time that I've looked at Madonna and was like, yeah, wow. This yeah. movie, I definitely was like, holy shit, like, you are gorgeous. And she, like, was really good. Like, I remember watching a bit of, uh, was it Swept Away? And I couldn't do it because it was just a shitty movie. And oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that movie, the one she directed. Yeah. You know, yeah. but then again, she was also, uh, what's her face? Eva? Yeah, she was Eva, that uh, biopic. Oh, um, don't cry for me, Argentina. Abita, Abita. that's the one, yeah, with uh, Banderas, right? He was that's in right, order. that's right, Adorno that's right, Banderas. Yeah. but yeah, she was really good. In fact, uh, she was actually the standout for me because everyone else in this movie, aside from uh, the kid, were all established actors, like they're all really good actors already, yeah. So for her to be like being able to stand with them was really good yeah 100% <clears throat> the when do we eat sequence is hilarious <laughs> there's a lot of like yeah you know warm beating that that kid yeah they, that had really good chemistry really good chemistry like when he's tied up in that basement and the kid's trying to save him yeah like, that was a great scene. That was actually a really cool it's a scene. a really great uh, scene. One of my favorite scenes, though, is like when he uh, gets the certification to be a, a deputy detective. Yeah. And it's just the kid until he picks his name. And he <laughs> picks Dick Tracy Jr. And he yeah. gives it to him. He's like, is that, if that okay? And he's staring at it like, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. You know? <laughs> that was really cute. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Overall, though, like the story itself, like it moves at a very quick pace. But the one thing that really struck me was this is pretty much like a standard mob movie. Yeah, it is. You know, like, I mean, yeah, it does borrow elements from Batman in the sense uh, in some of the stuff, specifically the end sequence when they were in that tower. Yeah, I got huge. like I got huge Batman vibes from that, too. You know. (laughs) I mean, granted, I, I love that the fact that like Big Boy kept saying like, like he was quoting philo- philosoph- uh, philosophers and stuff, and he was just kind of like basically saying like, "Look, I mean, I don't want to have to kill you, but I will kill you, but I don't want to have to." Okay, and then he's like trying to make it seem like it's, it's her fault for being in this mess to begin with, and I was just like, "This is just really funny." Like it was a funny little sequence. <clears throat> um, but overall, like it was just a really fun movie. Although the Tommy Gun scene was great. 
when Dick Tracy just holds it out and just yeah. starts spraying all the the cars and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. That whole sequence was really cool. That whole end sequence, like even though that very last bit does borrow from Batman, uh, enough for me to be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, I did really like the whole thing when he lets loose. He's chasing down Big Boy. You know, finally like corners him and then uh, No Face shows up. Yeah, yeah, No Face. <laughs> Um, the only thing that I thought was really dumb though was when they were doing that uh, uh, when they find oh, uh, when Big Boy finds out that they're bugged right Yeah, and he starts like directing Tracy to other things there's this scene where they're uh, covering a guy in concrete right? and then okay. Tracy distracts him but then decides he's going to climb in on the concrete, like to get covered in concrete, just to pull like a gun on them. And it doesn't fire. And I was like, that's so dumb. It's <laughs> so dumb for him to do that. Cause like, even if you did get them, you're, you're covering concrete. <laughs> yeah. For, for a smart detective, that was a pretty dumb move. Yeah. But other than that, like, I mean, it was just, it was just a really fun movie, uh, you know, for 145 minutes. Yep. Just didn't didn't really uh, stay too long, but did what it needed to do, I guess you could say. Yeah. I got uh, strangely feels like both a product of its time as well as ahead of its time. Actually, yeah, that's a very good point. It, it did kind of feel like you're right. Like when you said it earlier about in that 2000s to 2005 yeah. would probably have been the best time to pull this movie out. Yeah. Hundred <sighs> percent. But but it's still like it feels aged. It looks great, but if it, you get it feels like an older movie now when you watch it. But is that because it was also kind of set in the 1950s? Uh <laughs> you know what? It's probably just something as simple as I know those actors are old now, and to see them young, it just feels well, this is old. Okay. Yeah, no, that, it's that's probably a fair just point. something as simple as that. Yeah, that's fair. Like you said, looking at Madonna and going, whew, this is an old movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's actually really, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, very, uh, very weird, though, to see a movie, and I know this is because they're basing it right off of the comic book. They're staying very dedicated to the, the pages, um, but there's not a single colored actor in this entire movie, which feels strange i think i think that's because um i think because also there might have been depictions of uh black characters but they were so stereotypical back then yeah back then that it would almost be safer for them not to do the character. Right. Cause like, um, I want to say, I think the shadow is one that has, well, actually, if we go back, you can find stereotypically racist depictions of characters throughout all of comic books. Easily. But uh, I, I, it's either that or there was no, uh, pe- persons of color or whatever the, the phrase is in those strips at all and we're also dealing with 
early like 1990s yeah. Hollywood because like I did read one of the reviews for this movie was that like it was essentially like uh, they were trying to do the same as Batman but at the same time being just essentially like another Hollywood movie like there was really nothing because if you really think about it if you take out the aesthetic of it yeah and then it might as well be like a junior mob movie for kids pretty much you know like it's much. It, it's the the look of the movie is is most of what makes it so special that's right that's right exactly like like you said it would just be a pg rated mob movie if all that was removed yeah yeah exactly um but then again then it wouldn't have uh, i don't even think it would have made any money no no, it, it's that that cool look. I mean, that was something, especially in 1990, you didn't really see anywhere. I mean, so no, like, exactly. I, I don't, I don't remember seeing this trailer as a kid, but I, I imagine that if I was this age now and I saw that trailer during those days, I'd be like fucking blown away. It's why I got excited for Skycap in the World of Tomorrow when it came out because I was just like, holy shit, that looks like nothing I've really ever seen, you know. Yeah, exactly. But I also think it's it's uh, tied into the generational thing. Because, like, when you heard of Spider-Man getting its own movie, we'd been hearing about it for so long yeah. that we were like, yeah, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. But then to see the first trailer, that's it. Like, oh, yeah. You could have, I could have died without even seeing the movie, just seeing the trailer of him swimming swinging around new york and yep. it's they're not even really showing full scenes of him because like i remember seeing that uh that trailer the 9-11 trailer that was the first one yeah the 9-11 yeah where the so the i saw i remember seeing the 9-11 trailer and just being like whoa sorry the not the but the twin towers, the twin trailer. towers trailer yeah yeah and i was just blown away i was like oh my god oh my god the helicopter stuck in the web in between the two towers. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so, I mean, I can understand. So like, yeah, if, if we were kids at that point, that would be part of the reason why we went and saw Dick Tracy would be because we grew up with Dick Tracy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel you're right. That 2000, 2005 window would have been the best time. Yep. It's a shame that I think it was 2000, 2006 or 2008 that he actually won the court case finally. Because <laughs> he did this thing with Leonard Malton where he, there was a Dick Tracy special and Warren Beatty, as Dick Tracy, answered questions. So, like, at one point, Leonard Malton asks him about a sequel, and he goes, well, you know, it's up to Warren Beatty about that or something along those lines. <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy. So I, I feel like it's just one of those things where he was a fan and he wanted to do it. And yeah. uh, now I don't think he will. I, I don't think he can do it now, really. Like, the only way I feel like you would do it now would be like, a, and I hate to say this, but like a, It'd almost have to be a little bit more of a gritty, like street level type of take on this character. It, it wouldn't work today. Maybe as like an animated movie, you know? Yeah, it's actually it's a really tough call because like basically what we're talking about is a cop essentially. Yeah, 
a cop, and especially movie. right now, a cop movie would not work. <laughs> I have a hard time believing a cop movie or any sort of different take on a cop show would do really well right now. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a weird weird world out there right now. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, not all cops are bad. It's just a shame that the bad ones are such fucking pieces of shit. It's kind of. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to continue with this. I don't want to, because it's like, there's so much. I know it's touchy. I'm just saying like. It's not even the touchy thing. It's just, I don't want this to turn into one of those. Because like, I also have my uh, similar thoughts and stuff like that, but I'm also, it's, it's easy to say this stuff. Like, cause like part of me says, okay, well you could have you know, uh, a police force of a hundred people. If 20 of those cops are bad, the other 80 know about it and don't do anything about it. That's, is that still only 20 bad cops? See what I mean? Oh, well, if I don't even want to if they're knowing about it, that's, that's a whole different. So I don't want to, I don't want to, that's a whole different ball game. Needless to say, while I enjoyed Dick Tracy, that'll be one of those movies where if I'm flipping channels and it shows up, and there's nothing else on, I might. Or I might just watch it till I find something else. So, like, it was a lot of fun, but I'm not... Yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm going to go out of my way to see it. I, I feel like if, if I had grown up with this and loved it as a kid and watched it all the time, I would still have a, a passion for it. Yeah. But I that's that's not me. I watched it. I was, I was like, wow, this is a gorgeous movie. It's fun. If I never see it again, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was also like, it was just, yeah, like I watched it and I was like, okay, it's yeah. a, it's about as good as I remember. One of the things that always struck me was uh, the scene where they play back Mumbles's dialogue to him. <laughs> I've never forgot that. And it's always stuck with you. Where finally, it's just like, big boy did it. Big boy did it. <laughs> like, that was so funny. It's so funny. But it's even cooler that, like, even like Dick Tracy just kind of sat on that. Yeah. And towards the end of the movie, finally, it's just like, okay, Mumbles, here, here's the deal. Check this out. Ah, shit. <laughs> and then Mumbles starts talking for real, like normal. I was like, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. Great cast. Fun movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, real quick about Dick Van Dyke. I forgot he was in this movie and then immediately wasn't surprised that he was crooked. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about him being in this movie. And then, like, halfway through the movie, you're like, oh, well, of course he's bad. I mean, if James Conn got blown up, then naturally Dick Van Dyke is going to be also so bad. Naturally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's 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 all. All I got to say. My about thoughts that. on Dick Tracy. You've been waiting for that one all day. <laughs> I could tell. Uh, it's just it's it's fun wordplay, you know. That's like low hanging fruit, just like testicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thanks. <clears throat> So that's it. That's all. That's all I got to say about Dick that's Tracy. That's, I, that's, that's all I got to say. Happy 30th anniversary, Dick Tracy. Yes. We're on a roll with these anniversary episodes. What we got up next, Chris? I believe 
that it is one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Check. One of the uh, greatest, I don't necessarily want to say horror movies, but one of the more scarier movies. Mm-hmm. Check on that one. Yeah. Um, ah, screw it. I'll just say it. It's fucking Jaws, man. Fucking Jaws. Jaws. Celebrate 45 years of Jaws. 45 years of Jaws. Um, and if it wasn't for Jaws, we would never have gotten seminal classic Deep Blue Sea. <clears throat> Deepest, bluest. What is it? My hand is like a shark's fin? My head is like my hat. My my, hat, my is, hat is like a shark's fin. That's right. My hat is like a shark's fin. My, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Regardless, regardless. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to do Jaws. Uh, that's like, that is one of my favorite movies, but that's one of those ones where I actually will space it out when I watch it. Like, it's not one of the ones that I can watch all the time. Mm-hmm. Even though it's one of my favorites, I just, that's I don't know. I feel, movie. I like to watch it but I can't watch it all the time. I don't yeah. know why, but it's great. It's, it's, so good. it's definitely so one of my good. favorites, but I'm the same way. It's got to be probably once every five years or so I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think part of it is I watched it a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have way bigger balls than me when you were younger. I still do, bro. Still, still do. do. <laughs> still do. But I also watched, um, I actually watched, Almost all of them. I watched uh, the second one. Yeah. I watched 3D, but not in 3D. <laughs> yeah, I, I've watched them all. 3D has and, Dennis Quaid at an underwater aquarium. Yes, yes. I remember that one because, like, uh, the Jaws in that movie. And isn't Dennis Quaid, like, the son? The son grown up. Yeah. Yeah, he's the son grown up. So Dennis Quaid, and this is another shark. It's not the same family of sharks. No, Devon Shark. But uh, the ending is when he's got like the oxygen tank in its mouth. Yeah. And he fires at that and it blows up. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, then and then the fourth one the revenge oh. is the revenge. That's the one where it's the same, it's the family of uh, it, family it, member of the previous shark. It's, it's the wife. It's the wife in the original movie. Right, but the shark follows her yeah. across the world. Yeah. It gets on a plane and follows her. Yeah, that, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, but like, what was the relation to that shark to the previous sharks? Was that also a family member? I, like it was the kid of one of the sharks that was killed? Uh, Mario Van Peebles in it too. Mm. Solo? Solo. You yeah. talking about Solo? Oh man, that the end of that movie, one of the funniest ends I've ever seen in my life. That actually, believe it or not, I have not seen that one. No. I know enough about it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, check this out. She's on a boat with a pointy front end. They electrocute the water. The shark comes out, does like a tail walk like a dolphin towards the spike and kills itself on the spike. <laughs> It too did not want to be in this movie. <laughs> uh, I could watch that movie over and over again for that end. <laughs> so funny. 
it's funny that you say that like certain scenes, but like that's how I could watch uh, Jason X, but only for that yeah. that uh, Camp Crystal scene, or the Crystal Lake scene. I love that <laughs> Crystal Lake scene. So Bashing that woman around inside the sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh. noise is like sex noises. Like it's so funny. It's so ridiculously <laughs> funny. Oh. Good times. What's after Jaws? What's after Jaws? I don't know. We got a nice lineup. We got to decide which order we want to put them in. We got the Riddick trilogy, the Blade Oh, yeah, trilogy. that's right. That's right. Riddick trilogy, Blade trilogy, Total Recall. And then I think we're pretty caught up on what we had planned. And then we're getting damn close to 100. Ooh. We start, oh, we got to start doing our Halloween stuff, too. Yeah. Yes. We got lots of scary stuff planned. I don't know about scary. Well, we're gonna talk about scary stuff. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll wear a fedora again to make it extra scary. I didn't freeze. I just didn't want to say anything. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm done talking about it. you. Can speak. Okay. Okay, all right. Um, uh, you know what? I did the outro last time. <laughs> right. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right here on YouTube. If you want to listen to us, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can also check us out at geekpantsmedia.com. I'm Ken. That I'm right Chris. There, right there in that little screen. Well, for now, but yeah, it'll be side by side. It will be. I'll just blow it up. Okay. I'm talking my ass now. Yeah, I, I, I'm like I'm not even sure why. Yeah. This just is gave, happening. Just gave up on me, man. <laughs> uh, all oh, right, everyone. Oh, hold oh. on, hold on. Oh. Couple of deaths have come our way in the entertainment world. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We yeah. 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 Ian Home. Ian Holm. Ian Holm, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Ian Holm, yes. Joel Schumacher. Yep. She just found that out a couple hours ago. Yep. So so rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Thank you both for the memories. Yes. Made lots of great entertainment for us. Some not so great. And sadly, Joel Schumacher will be mostly remembered for the not so great. Which is sad because he's done so many good movies. He made The Lost Boys. I mean. Yeah. I mean, that alone. That alone is that should just uh, trump all Batman nipples. Yeah, but the best part is, is that like, like everybody acts. This is the thing about the internet now. So when a director would do a movie like this, mm-hmm. we know now that it's primarily studio influenced. Yes, because like Warner Brothers said, "Hey, look, uh, that stuff that Tim Burton did was insane. <laughs> we want to market this for children." So could you do something that's like a mix of that and the TV show? And then, then we got Batman Forever and Batman Returns. Or Batman and Robin, sorry. Yeah. Batman Forever I enjoy. I will forever enjoy Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. Uh, Batman and Robin, that's a rough one. That's a really, really rough one. I watched it again three years ago, and I was like, that will be my final time. I will not watch that again unless it's for a camcast. But then again, that's also Batman Forever. I'm in the same boat. I'm done watching that movie. 
Someone's going to pick Batman Robin for 100 now. It's better. Like, honestly, it's better than Batman Robin. Um, It's just, it's, it's hard. And especially like, like I said, like knowing now that it's uh, was basically Warner brothers saying, this is what we got to do, Joel. And Joel did what, you know, the best he could with what he had. Yep. But you're right. Like for him to be known as bat nipples, it's like, ah, come on. Like I, at least let him be known as the guy who did eight millimeter. <sighs> I still have never watched that again since the time we watched. I'm it. in the same boat. I've I've never watched it since, even though I've been told that now that you know, like we're older, that we'd actually be I able. I feel to like I could probably stomach it better now, but like, wow, well, yeah, that, because that was disturbing. Uh, that, that was that was, that was a hard one to watch. Yeah, that was a real hard one to watch. Yeah. And it's funny because I finished that movie, but I never finished Freddy Got Fingered. Like what? Yeah, I watched. I watched. I actually. I, I remember, never finished Freddy Got Fingered. Uh, I can't. I can't remember why I've ever. Daddy, never. would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Also, rest in peace, Rip Torn. <laughs> um. It was the baby swing scene. That's what got me. Oh, yeah. There's some pretty disgusting stuff. In I there. was like, you know what? Now, I bet you now I'll watch it and I'll be like, you know what? It's actually pretty good. Because yeah. it's Tom Green in a movie. Like, what the fuck did they think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, I think if it wasn't for Tom Green, we probably wouldn't see things like... Uh, well, Sasha Baron Cohen's entire lineup. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely someone influential, whether you think of them yeah. or not that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, Geek Pantsers. All right. That is it.